Welcome to the Creating Her podcast. We're your hosts, Taylor and Isabel, and we're diving deep into cultivating the next level version of you. This is for the girl with big ambitions who is ready to take action to develop a healthy lifestyle, unstoppable mindset, and unapologetic confidence. Join us as we explore all things health, wellness, mindset, and creating your highest level self. Hello guys and welcome back to episode four of the podcast. Hey guys, I feel like this past week has gone so quickly. Yeah, it actually has. Yeah, like I was coming here this morning and I just felt like we'd recorded the last episode yesterday. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but anyway, today's episode, we're going to be talking about goal setting. Yeah. Um, and yes, we know it's Feb and we know that you probably set your goals at the start of the year. Yeah. But I think it's a really good time to check back in and actually have a look at um, whether you're still progressing towards your goals. Yeah, because I think a lot of people by this point potentially have given up on their goals. Like, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully you're still going. But if you so have... So positive to start off with. So, <laughs> so encouraging. If you have, you know, accidentally kind of gone a little bit off track, I feel like this episode is going to really help you. Yeah, exactly. And it's easy to set you in your your new year's intentions um but it's a matter of actually keeping going with those throughout the year and staying consistent with those habits absolutely so of course just like usual we're going to start off with our recommendation and our creating her so you can do your recommendation okay so my recommendation for this week is lighting candles oh okay. yeah so I didn't do it for ages I feel like I went off track for a long time yeah and then just recently I've been like especially at night in my room yeah if I'm like little romantic night with yourself yeah even <laughs> if I'm just like in bed reading because yeah. I feel like my night routines have been a bit more consistent this week okay me too yeah oh my god I love, yeah, that. I love that um so I feel like setting candles just sets the vibe and it, it just makes your does. room smell so nice as well yeah it does so and plus you can go to Kmart and get a candle for like oh they're $5. so cheap they're literally so cheap. even like a dollar there's yeah. really cheap candles that came up exactly and I feel like yeah. it's just a small way to romanticize your life completely I love that um my creating her this week is starting back at uni oh yeah, yeah. so I've started back and I honestly I'm so excited like I know that's a weird thing to say because like it's study but I honestly love it I'm studying counseling for like anybody who doesn't know and I'm finishing my diploma of counseling in May so I feel like it's creating her because oh wait that's a recommendation (laughs) wait okay wait I just said my creating her so going back to uni is my creating her not my recommendation we love that we'll just let them yeah yeah it's creating her because I'm just like working towards what I want to do and I'm really loving it my recommendation okay getting there yep (laughs) (laughs) It's actually from Kmart too. Oh my God. I got like a whiteboard slash, what do you call it? Like you pin stuff in it. Uh, a pin board? Yeah, like is a it? pin board or something. So it's like half whiteboard, half pin board. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is, so I've written up all my stuff on my whiteboard. So I've written, it's actually so similar to this goal setting episode, which is so funny. Yeah. So I've written up like my February goals, my daily habits, my night and morning routine on there. So I just like keep really consistent. Yeah. And then on the other side, I'm going to print out photos and do a little vision board. I love that so much. Yep. Um, and I feel like when you, even just like writing down your goal, sorry, writing down what you have to do yeah is just such a game changer yeah like I have a to-do list on there yeah and it just like clears so much space in your head I know that sometimes I'll like start a day and I'm trying to think about everything that I have to do and then as soon as I write it down and then I literally just don't do any of it because I can't keep track yeah or you get like too overwhelmed and then you just don't want to start yeah yeah so that's so good I love that 
Um, my creating her, we've just gone like back and forth yeah, on I know. this. <laughs> um, my creating her for this week is intentional consumption. Oh, love. Yeah. And I feel like this is really big because with so much social media, it's so easy to just like go on your phone and just mindlessly scroll and not really think about why you're doing it. Yeah. I think guilty one yeah, yeah and I do it too like all the time yeah um but this week I've really been and I've actually had to put in really conscious effort about it like each time I open I'm really bad with Instagram so yeah, each time I open Instagram, Instagram that's my worst one yeah so I'm really trying to think about like okay why am I actually opening this do yeah. I want to be opening it <laughs> like and it can even just be opening it and being like yeah I just want to scroll and like see what everyone's yeah. up to for a bit which you can which is fine yeah it, it is fine it's just I think like intentionally doing it so like knowing like okay I actually want to scroll right now or being like mm, I'm just bored I'm yeah. just it's just a habit it's like know? a matter of yeah do I want to be seeing what's going on or am I just trying to avoid doing something else completely yeah That's a really good one. So getting into today's episode, I guess, um, like we said before, I feel like this is the time of the year where a lot of people are falling off track with their New Year's resolutions. Yeah, 100%. Comes to February, everyone's like, "Mm, yeah, we've done Jan and now it's time to just... And and you just like, it's just like a downhill spiral. Yeah. And there's, I don't know exactly what it is, but there's so many crazy stats about the amount of people that actually achieve their New Year's resolutions. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Apparently only 7% of people actually achieve their New Year's resolutions yep. yep but then at the same time apparently new year's resolutions are the most likely that you are to achieve some new goals oh yeah so okay well that's very contradicting i know but <laughs> no it, it almost is just concerning because like that's the time that you're most likely to achieve your goals but, but then at yeah, the same nobody time achieves them. nobody achieves yeah. them <laughs> okay so. well, well we're here to help you achieve them exactly so, so we're gonna start off with the steps like our actual steps in actually setting your goals so like Mm -hmm. practically sitting down writing them down setting your goals how exactly to do that and then we're going to go through a couple of tools to actually help you achieve them which is more of the mindset energetic work I would say yeah exactly because they both play a really important part yeah so starting off with setting your goals the first thing that you want to do or the first thing that we do is have a look at your goals or intentions for the year yeah like the entire year the whole year yeah and these can be a lot more broad and general because Mm -hmm. a lot of time when you hear people talking about setting goals and they say be really specific like it has to be you know your smart goals yeah um like specific measurable actionable all of those but I think it's good to get a good idea of your general direction for the year completely um and where you want to where you kind of see yourself at the end of the year yeah so in terms of like setting that intention I think it looks like honestly really really general really general so Mm -hmm. like let's just say I want a business at the end of the year like that would be one of mine and we can go through ours a little bit just to give some context as well so mine is you know I want a business it could be like I want a relationship it could be I want to be physically more healthy like they're very general Mm -hmm. right but like that's the intention that you're setting for yourself and it kind of just gets you started as well because then you're not getting stuck before you've even begun with being really specific about your goals yeah so my general goals for this year I have creating my business 
Yep. So getting that off the ground. I don't have any really specific goals for that yet because that's once again more my general kind of direction. Yep. I have a money goal. I have creating like-minded friendships and creating a bit of a community in Melbourne. That was one of my big like general goals because I think that there's so much community up in like the Gold Coast in Perth and this is like all what I see. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel a lack of community in Melbourne. Yeah, And so that that. was one of my big ones was creating like a bit of a community and a like-minded space in Melbourne. So if -hmm. anybody lives in Melbourne, text us. Please put us us up. Yeah. Text us. We're we're down. Exactly. And we spoke last week about finding new friendships online and things like that. So I think it's so cool when you can connect with yeah other people other people yeah what about you your kind of general intentions yep so my intentions I don't like to have too many because I find that if I have too many then my focus is too skewed over too many goals um so I each year try and create three main ones Mm -hmm. um so this year I have um one is really building up an online community Uh, um and yeah starting my business um just really creating a space for everyone to interact with like-minded people online yeah another one of mine is also creating aligned friendships um that was a massive one on my list so we're underway to doing that (laughs) and my final one for this year is again this is very broad but I think it's really cool is um saying yes more and yeah I find that often I'm very strict with my time and like I want to be productive and I want to be doing this Mm -hmm. so one of my goals is actually to just have a bit more fun um enjoy being in my 20s because it's so easy to get caught up in all the goals that you want to achieve you know all the big things that you want to do in your life um but I think really being present in where I am in my life at the moment yeah um, and just just like letting it flow a little bit yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Yeah, I love that yeah so they're kind of our like general broad goals also like obviously for us I feel like neither of us mentioned but like being physically well physically healthy like being the best version of ourselves I feel like it's kind of a given but that's also would be something that's on our like broad intentions yeah I actually wanted to bring something up about that because I think that was on my goal list for like a couple of years and I remember the first time that I felt like I'd actually reached the point where it didn't have to be on my goal list anymore it was a bit weird because I wasn't sure what my next goal should be because I feel like health and fitness is always such a big one it is um so it's just really nice to actually have that now as something that is just part of your lifestyle and not an actual goal specifically yeah and you'll get to that point where like something just becomes so ingrained in your daily routines and habits that it's not even a goal anymore because you're already there exactly yeah and I love that so the next kind of step of creating goals is actually like reverse engineering these goals so you have your kind of main intentions right like physically healthy community whatever it is Mm -hmm. and obviously it's completely different for every person but then you're kind of going to break it down and reverse engineer it so you can actually achieve these goals so taylor does more of the quarterly goals um so like three monthly goals and i do more monthly goals but you can do it however way you like. Like if you want to split the year into four or if you want to split it into 12 and do monthly goals, like completely up to you. Yeah. Um, I think they're very similar, to be honest. I think so. Yeah, it just depends on, I guess, the time frame that you're looking at and even the way that you like to do your own goals. Yeah, because everybody will have a different, obviously, way of doing it. But this is the way we like to do it. Yep. So when you reverse engineer your goals, it means that you're creating actionable steps to actually achieve those goals. Yeah, so it's almost like you're breaking it down and it's like, you know, those like the puzzle books and they yep. have the maze that you have to go through. Yeah. And I always used to as a kid I would start at the exit and then I would like find my way back to the entrance because I found it easier 
Oh, right. So that's okay. the way that I like to think about reverse engineering. That's actually a really good analogy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> because you're starting at that end point and then you're basically just working out the path that you have to take to get there. To get there. And yeah. then it makes it so much less intimidating, that big end goal, because yes. you can actually, yeah. Yeah. So when you're doing your monthly goals, I have like a little diary journal that I keep where I write all my monthly goals down. Mm-hmm. And this really helps me just keep accountable. Also, I just got the whiteboard. So I've written my yeah. monthly goals on that whiteboard that's another idea like if you want to have it kind of more in your face because I think sometimes when you write in a journal you put the journal away and then you kind of just forget that you even created those goals at all yeah exactly if it's not right in front of you then your brain just isn't going to be paying attention to it because there's so yeah. many other things going on in your life so I yeah. think making it visible that's why um yes. vision boards too this so is why good. vision boards work it's not because they're like magical it's just because like <laughs> Because really, I think people think vision boards like work like magic. Yeah. And like you're just looking at it. That's not how I see it at all. I just think that your brain is processing that and taking it to be like, yep, this is going to happen in my life. So then you're going to take the action to get there. Yeah. It almost puts it into your subconscious and it makes it a bit more of a norm in your life because let's say you have these big goals of moving to a different place. Yeah. If you aren't looking at that thing every single day, then your brain just isn't really going to be associating with it. Whereas if you can make it a norm in your everyday, you know, you wake up, you have a look at this board and you see the lifestyle that you're going to live, then there's going to start to be this disconnect between where you are now and where you want to be. And so you're actually going to be motivated to take that action to make that your reality. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people think that manifestation is this like crazy magic kind of process. Mm -hmm. I actually don't think manifestation is like magic at all. No. I think manifestation is utilizing the brain. Yeah. And utilizing just simply like our human nature to create something so like you know if your your brain basically focuses on whatever is in front of it so it focuses on multiple things at a time so if you are going into your room and you're looking at this vision board every day then what's going to happen is your brain's just simply going to focus on those things yeah and take action towards them so that's like you know we we've gone a little bit off topic here but like manifestation and achieving goals is not like some kind of whimsical magical thing I think a really good way to put manifestation is basically just combining the practical with the mindset because if you have one, if you're just starting off with your big goals and then you're just breaking them down to steps and then you're just breaking them down to habits, that's one thing, but you actually have to have the tools and the mindset and the capability to do those habits and to actually put yourself into that end position of where you want to be. Yeah. Because if you get to that end position and you're not used to it, then you're going to be really emotionally dysregulated Mm -hmm. and you're not actually going to be ready for that new life, that new goal. Yeah. So when you you use manifestation you're thinking ahead to the place that you do want to be and so when you get there it's not out of the ordinary because you knew that you were going to get there like you were already prepared for it yeah so I think that's the really cool thing about manifestation is that no it's not just because I used to think that manifestation was like yeah I'm just imagining the life that I want and somehow it's just going to appear like I never really understood it me too that's the thing because people kind of describe it as this thing of like oh, I'm just going to think about what I want and it's going to drop into my lap. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to manifest like my dream car. And I was like, 
I'm going to manifest $50,000 into my bank account by tomorrow just because I wrote it in my journal. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I was always like, what is she talking about? Mm, Like, doesn't make sense. No. No. (laughs) Um, But then after, I mean, really, especially after doing Georgie Stevenson's course. Yes. um, That was massive for me in terms of manifestation because it really just taught me all the foundations of it. And then I've just been able to develop from there. Yeah. And we're going to do a whole episode on manifestation as well. So we won't Mm. dive too deep into it, but... Going back to like setting these um, more specific actionable monthly goals, basically you're taking your big intention and then you're breaking it down into smaller goals. Yeah. So some of mine, for instance, last month I had multiple things. I had like meeting up with somebody from Instagram. Yeah. Which was you. Oh my God. I love (laughs) that. I think that was mine as well yeah yeah because I had that big goal of creating aligned friendships and then mine was like creating a community yeah exactly and then that came down into a quarterly goal of making one new friend or a monthly goal of making one new friend this month yeah exactly because that's gonna that's like a small little goal that's gonna achieve a community in the long run or align friendships in the long run exactly all right so I think the next important thing to talk about is so we've broken our big goals and intentions for the year down into quarterly or monthly goals yeah um but from there we have to break those down into daily and weekly habits so if Mm -hmm. we're talking about like we were just talking about making new friends you're not just going to make a new friend just because you want to (laughs) Like, I mean, you might, but sometimes you actually have to put that effort in. So for example, your monthly goal of making one new friend this month, that can be broken down into strategic daily and weekly habits that are going to help you to do that. Yeah, exactly. And I think a good like example of this is let's just say one of your goals is getting more fit in the gym or building muscle, right? So that might be your monthly goal building muscle Mm -hmm. but then your daily and weekly habits are going to be the things that are actually going to get you to that goal and that's going to be going to the gym yeah so it's going to be instance yeah each day I want to or that's where I think weekly can be good too because obviously you're not going to be going to the gym each day but if you have weekly intentions okay this week I'm going to go to the gym five times yeah I'm going to if you're trying to build muscle I'm going to hit my calorie surplus you know six out of seven days this week yeah yeah Yeah, no It truly is the daily habits that are going to lead you to creating those really big goals in the long run. And I think a lot of people don't see it that way. Sometimes it can look like it can look like your goals are so, so far away from where you actually are. And it can Mm. look like the scariest thing in the world. But I think it's actually realizing if I take these small actionable steps every single day and I stay really, really consistent, then I can achieve exactly what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. even if it seems really far away yeah exactly and when you see that they're just small things that you can do each day it makes it rather than being this monthly goal that you you're not really sure how you're going to get to like oh is it just one day that I'm all of a sudden going to have this yeah it's kind of like yeah you work consistently each day the things compound you slowly get better and better and I swear we talk about compounding in like every <laughs> single episode we like do. we're like oh my god there's small habits there's small habits but it's like because we know that the small habits have changed our life and we want to get that message across we're like these small habits are not just small like they're gonna compound and like we want to get it across so badly so sorry if it's a bit repetitive but 
We're just making it ingrained into your head so that then you're playing it out every single day in your life as well. Exactly. So, So, yeah, I think we've kind of run through the steps. So, like, setting your broad intention, your broad goals, who you want to be. Then we're going into more specific monthly goals and then we're going into the the habits that'll get us there. Yep. And something that you just said then is talking about who you want to be. Yeah. And I think um, looking at identity-based goals rather than outcome-based goals is really important. This yeah, is something can that, you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. That probably doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> so this is something that I really picked up in first in Atomic Habits. Um, if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits, please, please read it. Please do. Even aud- like the audio book is great as well. Yeah. So basically your goals can fall under two categories. Um, they can be outcome-based goals. So these are things like, let's say we're talking about health, okay? Yeah. An outcome-based goal is I want to lose 15 kilos. Okay. Okay. And outcome-based goals do have their place, Yeah. but they're only useful to a certain extent mm-hmm. because you get to that goal of losing 15 kilos and then what do you do? Do yeah. you go back to your old ways? Yeah. Um, do you, like, where do you head to next? I think people yeah. can reach those goals and then they almost feel a bit stuck as to what they're supposed to be doing after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where identity-based goals are really useful because you're thinking about instead of what you want to achieve, you're yeah. thinking about the type of person that you want to be, who you want to become. So your identity-based health goal is going to be, I want to be a healthy person yeah. or I want to be someone who goes to the gym regularly. I want to be someone who eats well. Yeah, That's why I think they both play a part because having those outcome-based goals can be useful in kind of measuring your progress, I guess. Yes. But but your identity-based goals are what, when you get to that, like there's no end point. Yeah, identity-based goals are really being like, this is actually the, the kind of person that I want to become. Yeah. And I'm never going to really stop. Yeah. Like I'm just going to keep working to become that person. Whereas, yeah, you're right. A lot of the time people might lose 15 kilos or buy the car or make X amount of money. And then they're like, oh, don't really feel good. Mm -hmm. don't really feel that much better like it hasn't made me feel a certain way but when you're actually doing the identity-based goals which is like who do you actually want to be I think that it's a lot more sustainable in the long run exactly and because we're talking about creating a lifestyle here when you do your identity-based goals you're thinking more about that lifestyle and that person that you're being and the emotions that you're feeling every single day yeah because that's the things that you're going to remember and that's the things that actually make up your life rather than just thinking about this one final goal A hundred percent. So we're going to talk about a few tools to actually help you achieve your goals. And this is the more mindset energetic work. And we're very passionate about this kind of work. I think that this is actually like, you know, you can do all the practical stuff. You can write it down. You can do your habits. You can do all that. But like this energetic stuff is really, really important. Mm -hmm. The first thing is getting clear on your why. So I think really getting clear on the reason behind why you're wanting to get to these goals and what you think it's going to bring to your life. Yes. Because reaching your goals isn't all going to be easy. Like it's going to be, there's going to be days where you don't feel like showing up. You don't feel like doing those habits. But I mean, you've probably heard this before, but your why is the thing that's going to drive you when When you're you're not not feeling motivated. motivated. It's a case of like showing up with discipline, even when you don't feel like doing it that day. But that's going to be because you have your why. Like if you actually don't have a clear why on why you want to achieve something, then you're literally going based off of nothing. And the days where you feel really unmotivated, you're not going to show up because you don't have a really clear reason as to why you would show up in the first place. Yeah. And the other thing is that I think that the why can also help in evolving your goals as you go along because- 
I mean, the reason that we set intentions or like broader intentions or goals for the year is because so much can change in just a month that I think if you set a a specific goal for the whole year, by the end of the year, that might not even be relevant to you. Yeah. Whereas when you're thinking about your why and you're getting clear on your why, it actually helps your goals to evolve with the reason why you're wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's a really useful tool in continuing to move forwards, even when your life circumstances change, because you have this under lying reason as to why you're wanting to do the things that you do want to do completely and for us like just to give a bit of an example that might look like you know my why for wanting to start a business and wanting to start a community and all that kind of stuff is to really first of all to create impact Mm-hmm. That's my why. Um, I've been through a lot of shit that I think I could use to help people. And also just for myself, I want to feel, I want to be in a job where I feel really empowered and I'm empowering other people. And it's a really, really positive environment. And that's honestly like, that is my why. Mm-hmm. And that will hold me accountable even on the days where I feel like I don't want to show up or even on the days where I feel unmotivated or like, mm, it'd be easier to just give all this up and do something else like a nine to five job or just do this or do that and I think a good tool for this if you don't just want to write down your why is incorporating your why into your vision board yeah just through the images that you select and even if you put words on your vision board um, because that can just give you kind of a visual reminder as well on like yes you have the feelings but then you also have that visual reminder when you're looking at your goals so you can actually connect the why behind it and the physical thing that you're wanting to get to yeah 100 um, our second tool to working towards your goals is overcoming your limiting beliefs Mm. so for anyone who doesn't know limiting beliefs are basically the things that have come up with you generally they come from childhood and their underlying belief systems as to why things are the way that they are so you might have grown up in a place where your parents worked really hard for their money and money was quite scarce. Yeah. And that's going to create a belief for you that you have to work hard to get your money. Money doesn't flow easily. Money is a precious resource. It should be treated really carefully. Yeah. That can be a limiting belief in terms of your money mindset, because if you're constantly holding on to money, then that um, energetic flow between you and money isn't going to come as easily. So it's going to be harder for money to flow into your life. Yeah. Exactly. So limiting beliefs can really affect your goals because essentially, yeah. And a lot of the conditioning that we have comes from childhood and we don't even realize we have it until Mm -hmm. we're older. And we set these goals and we're in these situations where we realize, and a lot of the time that's when like working with coaches and stuff, they can find our blind spots. And a lot of the time that is regarding our limiting beliefs. So yeah, because so much of the time um, you don't even realize the things that are holding you back until someone else points it out for you or until a situation comes up. Yeah, like I'll often have conversations with my coach and I'll say something that seems completely normal to me and she'll be like, hold on a second, like, where is this coming from? Like, Mm -hmm. where in childhood did you experience someone telling you that life was this way? Yeah, exactly. And then it causes you to reflect and you're like, oh shit, like I didn't even realize that I was holding on to this belief that made me think I couldn't achieve X, Y, Z or like it could even be like a fitness thing. Like you could have limiting beliefs in regards to fitness whereby like it could be um, achieving health is really hard. Like let's just say your parents struggled with health conditions or like health difficulties, right? And they kind of enforce this belief in you that like achieving a good body and a good physical state was like this really hard thing that was like really 
like really hard to achieve, Mm -hmm. then you're going to bring those beliefs with you into adulthood. And maybe you're not like being consistent with the gym or you can't, you find that like being healthy is really hard, but it could actually be a result of something in your childhood. Yeah, I think that's really massive and health related limiting beliefs are really big as well. Yeah. But I think that's a really good example to see where your limiting beliefs aren't something that's going to stop you from doing the habits, but it's going to make it so much harder. Like there's going to be so much more friction between you and doing that habit. Yeah. And you might not even realize like, yeah, if you grow up in a house where it's like eating healthy is really hard and like sticking to diets is like, even like, let's just say your mom sticks to diet or she tries like a lot of fad diets or something, Mm -hmm. then you're going to grow up with that belief that like sticking to a diet is really hard. Like there's just all these things. So like, I encourage people to get curious about what actually is it that you've learned in your childhood? Mm -hmm. What actually is it that is limiting you in terms of your beliefs? And how can you start to change that mindset? Yeah. So I think practically for this, once you've written down your monthly goals, um, think about all of the things that come up for you that tell you why you can't achieve those goals. And it's going to be uncomfortable like it isn't going to be an easy process but I want you to sit down with a journal um, or even just go out for a walk if that helps you a bit better if you prefer that method and just identify everything that comes up for you as to why you can't achieve those goals yeah and then I want you to really think about where that's come from um, and how that came into your life and then the last step here is changing the narrative so that limiting belief you want to turn it into something that's going to allow you to actually achieve those goals I think that when it comes to limiting beliefs people always talk about overcoming limiting beliefs but I actually think that it's not necessarily overcoming it because a lot of the time it's like very deep in your conditioning so I think it's actually recognizing it and becoming aware like okay I feel a certain way towards that because of my childhood or because of something my parents have told me or because of something I was told at school but then you can actually become aware of that and that awareness is like your power because Mm -hmm. now you're aware of it so when it comes to the point where you're like oh fitness is hard eating healthy is hard or like I, you know, I can't earn a lot of money, I'll be greedy or like whatever these limiting beliefs might be, you can actually just have that awareness in the back of your mind Mm -hmm. and then just work through that. And it's not always about implementing it right away. It can really just be because once you're aware of it, then when it comes up in your life, um, you're actually going to be able to pick that up rather rather than it just being something that you gloss over and don't actually notice that it's holding you back. Yeah, exactly. So I think like becoming curious about limiting beliefs is like one of the best ways you can move forward and me and Taylor still have to do this all the time like you're never going to get to a point where you don't have any more limiting beliefs or you just completely stop being a human being Mm -hmm. like you're never going to get to that point because we're all humans like we all experience doubt fear worry we all experience all those emotions and it's actually not about getting rid of them altogether. no because that's part of the human experience is having these emotions exactly so I think that yeah if you can just kind of become clear on what they are and then you can move past them I think that um it's really important here to give yourself some grace as well and just take your time with this because when you are talking about limiting beliefs and things like this, there can be things that come up for you that you didn't realize and it can be a bit hard to process and hard to navigate through if you realize that there's been something that's holding you that's been holding you back for your whole life um, and you didn't actually realize that it was because of something that happened in your childhood. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, just remember to, as you're processing this, 
give yourself time, give yourself space um, and really just try and look at it from a wider perspective of, yes, this is really, you know, potentially this has really negatively impacted me in my life so far, but now I actually do have the power to harness it and harness what I know and change the narrative for the rest of my life. Yep. Completely. So another thing that we've got in terms of achieving your goals, increasing your frequency. Absolutely. And we, yeah, we have gotten quite a few messages about frequency and like people implementing this kind of stuff, which we love because this is like a massive one and we're going to finish on this one as well. But in terms of increasing your frequency, like you need to realize that the goals that you set for yourself aren't going to come if you're spending a majority of your time in these really low frequency and vibrational emotions. Yeah. And we won't go on about this for too long because we know that we spoke about it a bit in our last episode. So go check out um, the Healthy Habits episode if you want to hear more about frequency. Um, But I think the main thing to take away from this is that if you're in one mental state and your goals are in a different frequency, frequency to what you are they're just not going to be compatible it's like thinking about you've got two magnets you know how when you try and put those two ends together and they just keep repelling yeah yeah so it that's how you can think about having opposing frequencies you're trying to fit these two things together but they don't actually want to be going together and they're just going to keep repelling yeah whereas if you can turn it the other way and actually raise your frequency to the frequency of the things that you want to attract into your life um, that's when you're going to be attracting them like the magnet instead of repelling them you are subconsciously attracting things into your life every single day Mm. even if you're not a manifestation person even if you don't believe in manifestation like the law of attraction is constantly working so I think when you recognize that and you realize like even if I'm not actively working towards attracting something, the vibration that I'm in, the energy that I'm in and what I'm putting out into the universe is attracting my life. And I, you know, when you realize that every single day you actually are actively manifesting your life, whether you realize it or not, that's when the power kicks in because you're like, I actually have the power to change that. Yep. And I think the coolest thing about frequency is that you're not only attracting things for your future, but it's actually raising your mood and enhancing your life experience in the present as well. So through this one thing of being in a higher frequency, you're not only improving your future life, but you're improving every single moment in your current life. Yep. And it's like a domino effect. If you're feeling really good and happy, you're going to treat people well. You're going to open yourself up to more opportunities. You're going to be able to experience things on a different level. And it's just going to allow you to actually attract better things into your life. Like it's once again, there's no magic involved in this. (laughs) It's not some kind of woo-woo thing. Like it's actually just really like it's just a universal law. Yep. I think a really practical way to increase your frequency to... Um, that of your goals is to really step into the self-concept of who you want to be. So we spoke before about talking about identity-based goals. So a way that you can increase your frequency and actually put yourself into that position that you want to eventually be in is to really think about the person that has achieved those goals. What are they like? What do they wear? Who do they surround themselves with? What's their environment like? Really step into that place of when you achieve that goal, what type of person are you going to be? And then bring that back into your present self. What's the difference between who you are now and that person who already has the thing that you want? 
When you look at that, that's when you can really identify, okay, these are the things that need to change in my life. This is the energy that I need to have. And you can really see where the gap is. Yeah, because obviously there is a gap. Like you're the person that you are right now actually can't hold the goal that you're wanting in the future like you can't because you're not at you're not matching that yet you know how a lot of the time you hear about people who win the lottery yeah and then they go broke yes and it's because their current beliefs and their current actions and mindset doesn't actually have the space for them to hold that amount of money so they get the money they get really uncomfortable with having all that money and so they think of just all the ways that they can spend it so that they go back to this current so they go back to their old state of being you know, only having the amount of money that they had. And that's the prime example of a limiting belief. It's like clearly they think that holding money is unsafe. They might have this goal to be rich, right? Mm -hmm. They achieve the goal to be rich, but because they can't actually hold the money because they're not at a vibrational match to hold the money, they lose it all. Yep. And it's a massive case of self-sabotage because they have the potential to have a completely different life, but because their mindset is still stuck where they were, they self-sabotage because they're not comfortable in that new position. So they try everything, their brain tries everything that it can to take them back to that old position where they feel safe, where they feel comfortable instead of actually stepping up to make the most of the opportunity that they've been given. A hundred percent. So yeah, I hope that this is like resonated with people and, you know, obviously we talk about like the mindset energetic frequency side of it and also the actionable steps because they really do go hand in hand and you need the practical side and you need the energetic side in my opinion they're really just like they go together yeah you can't have one without the other okay so if you've enjoyed this episode please rate five stars on either apple Podcasts or spotify wherever you're listening and also share the podcast it would honestly mean so much to us as well we'll be putting a post up on instagram this week um asking you about your goals and we would love to hear all of your goals because i think when you can see what everyone else's goals are and what they're striving towards it gives you a sense of um, motivation, even that community yeah. um, that people are striving for really big things just like you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, we also might start doing bite-sized episodes. We might start recording um, like 15-minute episodes or 10-minute episodes as well and like putting them out occasionally, which we think will be really cool just like if you're on a drive home from work or you just want to listen to like a really short motivational snippet, we're going to be doing them as well. Yeah, because I always look for those all the time, just kind of short ones to get you into that higher vibrational and vibration. Yep. yep. So if you guys have any small topics that you want us to talk about, um, feel free to send us a DM or comment on our Instagram. Just let us know. And we would love to do those ones. Yep. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.